Hi, everyone. Welcome once again. The high school swim fans in the state as we bring you another installment of the State Champs Michigan Poolside Podcast. I'm the executive producer of the State Champs Sports Network. David Julkevsky is a coach at Bloomfield Hills High School. He's also the webmaster for the Michigan Interscholastic Swim Coaches Association. We're actually recording a little earlier than we usually do, so it's good to see you day side. David, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Playing hooky this afternoon and uh, saw some great uh, results last night from some awesome meets and uh, happy to have Rich on board here today and looking forward to talking some fun swimming. Absolutely. We've been very lucky to have uh, some great coaches join us all season long here on the podcast. This week, no different. All the way from Northville High School, the head coach Rich Bennett is here. Welcome to Poolside, Coach. Thank you guys very much for having me. All right. Fantastic. Should be a great conversation. And just so everybody understands the timelines here, because sometimes they get a little confusing as to when we record and then actually when you're actually seeing or listening to this program, the show is premiering on Wednesday, February 16th. So on the show today, Coach Z and Coach uh, Bennett are going to talk about the meet that state champs covered on Thursday, February 10th between the Mustangs and Canton. Northville won that meet, and at the time of this recording, uh, uh, according to Swim Cloud rankings, they have the Mustangs ranked number one in the state. Now, whether that's just an algorithm <laughs> based on submitted times and all that, that's all right. Northville will be a force to be reckoned with before it's all said and done this season. Let's say that. Now, the Miska meet also took place this past weekend, from what I understand. So even though at the time of this recording, um, you know, Coach, you are have not participated in it, and it's already happened to those who have uh, are checking this out now. We'll get your thoughts on uh, going into that meet. And uh, we're also going to pass a little advice on uh, how swimmers can try to be at their best uh, this time of year from a coaching perspective. Okay, all that's coming up. But first, Poolside is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers two dozen varsity sports. Athletic and academic scholarships are available. Recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. Poolside Michigan is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA is looking for officials. Visit MHSAA.com for details. The Michigan Army National Guard is the official military outlet of the MHSAA. The physical therapy and sports medicine pros with the Detroit Medical Center, they sponsor Poolside. I encourage you to check out our Game Changers segments featuring terrific training tips, how to prevent injuries. Segments drop Fridays across the State Champs Network, including our State Champs TV YouTube page. And if you are in pain or if you're injured for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash game changers you cannot get better care anywhere please support the companies that support high school sports okay we have northville head coach rich bennett's with us today you are a man who has spent a lot of time coaching places like meadowbrook country club the farmington ymca Uh, but can you talk about your love of coaching high school swimming specifically as you've been at northville for over 20 years yeah, I'm. You know, honestly, it all it all really started just from uh, myself having being lucky enough to have some really really good coaches that uh, kind of got me going in this direction as far as coaching kids. And I know how important high school coaches were in, in my development as a as a kid into an adult. And it was just uh, kind of one of those things where I really wanted to see if I could make an impact on on, on kids, especially the the high school boys, uh, to really just kind of teach them not only the ins and outs of the sport. Um, but also I feel like the high school situation um, really lends itself towards a lot of life lessons. And that's just one of the things that we really try to pride ourselves on over here 
is uh, is being able to teach the whole kit, uh, not just the not just the 50 and the 100 free or, or whatever it happens to be that day, uh, but really just trying to teach them about time management, um, about a value system, about hard work. Um, and I've just been lucky enough in my life to be surrounded with great coaches when I was growing up and uh, to be able to lend a little bit of what I learned uh, onto these kids now is just uh, it, it's a cool thing to do. So, Yeah. Now, before we let uh, David and yourself break down the meat versus Ken, you had a fifth-place finish as a team a year ago at the state finals. Uh, you had some talented seniors on that squad. Uh, what's the makeup of this year's team? As you look ahead, do you feel the squad is, is strong or stronger maybe than last year's team, maybe depth-wise? Yeah, I mean, I think we've got uh, we've definitely got more depth uh, at the state meet uh, this year than we had last year. Uh, we lost some good leaders last year. We've been able to kind of fill those gaps in with the with the senior class that we have this year. Um, you know, we've we've developed some freestylers along the way, and uh, you know, as, as Dave will tell you, freestyles have to meet. And uh, if you can swim that stroke, uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have a shot at it. And uh, we're, we're lucky enough to have a good diver this year as well. Um, hopefully, if he stays healthy, uh, he'll be at the state meet, and that's really all we can hope for right now is just health and uh, continue to to swim fast and see how it all shakes out. But yeah, we're, we're pretty deep this year in the freestyle and now uh, trying to develop some some back and breast strokes so we don't have to have such a big lead uh, going into the last relay. So um, that's kind of what we're working on right now. Great. And so I don't get in the way. Uh, before we turn it over to the coaches, let me just read the rest of our sponsors as they're going to talk about the Canton uh, meet that took place on Thursday, February 11th. So that's coming up just in just a second. Uh, but Poolside's also brought to you by the De- Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. If you are a first-team All-State athlete or projected to be, you've got good grades, represent leadership on your team, maybe in your community as well. You could be nominated, but you can't be nominated unless you apply. All you need to do is download the application at dacathleteoftheyear.com and send it in today. The deadline is uh, to apply is March 4th, and it's going to be a beautiful red carpet gala uh, that we will have at the Detroit Athletic Club on June 6th. Uh, I get a an opportunity to host that show. It's, it's really fantastic and a great opportunity to celebrate these kids, the seniors, uh, one more time. One last new sponsor to the show is the Goodman Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman Acker on State Champs. They will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman Acker, good decision. Call 1-800-TRUSTED. Okay, Thursday February 10th. We had a clash in the pool in the KLAA Northville at Canton. You can watch the video clips right now on the State Champs Network. And before you guys get into it, one last thing. Can you talk, and just because State Champs has been around for 20 years and and we've seen kind of uh, the strengths of certain conferences go up and down over the years, uh, just so maybe our audience has a good understanding about the competition level between teams now in the KLAA in boys swimming. It's the sport uh, healthy and strong since you've seen so many generations over the past couple of decades? Yeah, I mean, since we moved over to the KLAA, which was uh, back about 12 years ago now, uh, broke up into two divisions of eight. And, uh, you know, we've really got a lot of depth in this conference. Uh, Novi is, is good year in and year out. Uh, Brighton and Salem are both on a, on a major upswing now. Um, you know, Stevenson always, Lamona Stevenson shows up every now and then and, and with a really good team. So I feel like the depth of our conference is really competitive uh, within the state, especially at the, at the Division One level. So I think uh, by and large, um, you know, we got numbers. We have a, a 
a little bit of a participation issue on the east side or the east division i should say mm-hmm. but uh by by and large overall i think we're we're a pretty strong conference and can compete with uh with everything that everybody else has cool and considering everything we've been through that's a good thing all right david take it away yeah so you know rich you guys you guys had a pretty dominant win last night um, you mentioned just a few minutes ago that you know, you're pretty strong in that freestyle, and we've seen that all year. You guys have, you know, either the first or second fastest time in the 200, uh, 200 free and the 200 free uh, relay. Um, last night, you guys popped off a pretty quick 200 medley time. Um, did you play around the lineup a little bit, switch the order up in the relays? How did you approach things last night to start the meet? Yeah, so we, we moved things around quite a bit last night. Um, our guys have been kind of, uh, bugging me to do a medley relay, so we uh, we let uh, we let those four guys have at it, and uh, they were fortunate enough to swim pretty well. And I uh, actually got a pool record over there for the for the medley relay, which was kind of cool to start the meet off with. And then um, we were able to mix some of our younger guys in uh, some of the individual events this uh, this week, which uh, which was good to see and, and nice to see some of the young guys start to start to contribute. Nice. You know, we, we've talked to talked to quite a few coaches the last few weeks, and you know, as we our listeners out there are starting to learn a little bit more, um, you, know, you get a one-two finish in those relays. It's a big point boost, and then you jump into that two hundred freestyle there last night right away. Same thing. First individual event, you guys go one-two. Uh, I've got uh, Noah uh, Eckenroth and Ryan Seidelman uh, pop off a one-two finish for you. Uh, how are those times for those guys? And is that a primary event for them? You know, you mentioned you swam off a little bit. Uh, how did those guys do, and, and what do those events look like for the end of the season for them? So they did they did all right as far as you know a, a February dual meet is concerned. Uh, the effort level was where it needed to be. Their their times were a little off. Uh, we had our county meet uh, last weekend over at uh, over at Trenton. Trenton's got a brand new pool over there. It was amazing. It was, it was a great time for everybody. But we had that Wayne County Championship, so they were a little off of that. Um, but Seidelman, uh, his older brother, swam for me. And uh, did a great job in the in the same two events. As a matter of fact, that uh, that Ryan's uh, in right now, so he's got a lot to live up to. But he's really starting to come around, and uh, we're real, real uh, happy and excited about what he can do. Uh, he's only a sophomore, so he's still got a couple of years left. And uh, you know, he was 159 last night, but he was 154 at the at the county meet. So um, real excited about that. And uh, and Noah kind of swims all the freestyle events, and so he was. Uh, you know, he was actually 146 with a suit on last week, and so he was a little off of that. But uh, but still, a great way to start off the meet with a with a couple of one two finishes, like you said. Yeah, it, you know, on a personal note, it was fun seeing the side of my name pop up. Uh, you know, his uncle is a great swimmer out of Salem, swam with me at Eastern, uh, actually lived with him for a while. So it was exciting to see those that, that next generation coming up, uh, and certainly a great family. So um, 200 IM. Uh, uh, does he go by Leonardo or Leo? Uh, had a really good time in that Leo. team. He's grabbed the state cut. Leo, okay. Now, he's a sprinter, though. I mean, he's a 1,500 guy. Uh, how is that IM for him and uh, something new for him, or do you guys move that around, try that event a little bit? This was a new uh, new event for Leo, and uh, he really enjoyed the first 50 fly because he went out in a 25. And uh, <laughs> by, the breaststroke, I, I, by the breaststroke, I think he was really wishing that I hadn't put him in it. Uh, but, uh, but he did manage to finish. And, uh, you know, we, we were uh, fortunate enough to get another one-two finish. Uh, Ethan George, who he just touched out, uh, that was his season best time, uh, which for, you know, swimming in a Speedo with no, you know, with no special suit on, uh, was a good swim for him. And, uh, you know, he's a senior this year as well, so he's really looking to finish up strong. And uh, we're excited about him possibly getting a couple of state cuts to join our state meet team. So it was a good swim from Ethan. 
That's excellent. You know, and moving into diving, um, you know, Andy uh, is a mace. Yeah. Had, had, you know, really good performance for you guys. Right now he's sitting top 20. Uh, you know, he, he was with you guys at State Meet uh, a couple years ago. Um, how's he looking? Getting ready for that 11 dive list, getting ready for regionals, those type of things? Yeah, he's been uh, – he's just been improving week to week. Uh, he's, he's been uh, – you can tell he's really dialed in. He knows it's his senior year. Uh, he was uh, – unfortunately, he was a, he was a COVID uh, casualty last year at the, uh, mm-hmm. at the state meet. We weren't able to bring him. And, uh, you know, obviously cost us top eight points, which was, uh, you know, if you remember last year at the Division One meet, second, third, and fourth was all decided by about 10, 12 points. And yeah. uh, we, we seem to be really good at finishing fifth. Um, so we're, uh, we're trying to rectify that, uh, this right. year and, uh, bringing him along for the ride this year should, uh, should hopefully help us, uh, help us accomplish that. Nice. Um, you know, Ken gets in there with some good swims, you know, don't, don't want to discredit all the hard work those guys are putting in over there. Uh, Ryan Gurgle, uh, picks up two wins. He wins a 50 you guys go into the diving break and he comes out and he wins, wins the fly as well. Um, you know, grab, grab two good finishes there. Um, and then help me out. Yeah, yeah. Philip uh, Zakharakov. Um, this kid's a five hundred. Yes, Zakharakov. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, this, this kid's a five hundred freestyler and pops off a great second place finish for you guys in the fly. So, you know, getting out of that diving break, how are the guys responding to uh, some different events last night? How are they swimming? Yeah, I think they. I think they all enjoyed swimming the the different events. Um, sometimes, you know, as you know. In swimming, if you've got a lot of close meets back to back to back, you're all, you're kind of locked into your what your best lineup is, and so to be able to get them uh, to enjoy themselves and, and have a little fun with some different events. Uh, although Ryan cleaned his clock pretty good, uh, you know, uh, Gurgel's <laughs> a really good swimmer. Ed Canton's Canton's got a couple of really good ones, and and uh, they always swim very well at the end of the year. So I know that they're kind of looking towards that that end of the year too, and they're they'll be strong at our league meet. Um, but Philip is—he's uh, just an all-around swimmer. He actually last year at the state meet, he actually did do the 200 IM uh, and went two double O. And then uh, I kind of had to have a conversation with him and, and realizing that he's got uh, maybe some slow twitch muscles that he's going to have to continue to go the 500 for us. And uh, he's embraced it, and uh, you know he's done really well. I know he swims the mile for his club team, um, and uh, he's just—he's a, a really really hard worker. And uh, he, he earns everything he gets, and he's, uh, he's a good kid, and uh, we're just hoping to, to put it all together March 11th. Yeah, for sure. You know, the strength of your freestyle, you know, you can see it. Uh, Evan swims at Hunter Free and wins last night. Um, he's one of the top 10 freestylers in the state. A um, little bit slower than what he was at County Meet, you know, a few days ago. You said, you know, the guys had the suits and stuff, and I'm sure, you know, a little bit different feel at, at County Meet, but got to be nice to be, you know, just within a few tenths of his hundred free time from the weekend, you know, going again, like you said, in the, in the middle of a week on a February, uh, when we probably haven't seen the sun in a few weeks, he's got to be feeling good to see those times in a dorm. Yeah, I think, uh, that was one of the big takeaways with, uh, with the relays that we were able to put together. And then a couple of the, of the guys that did swim their events, uh, they were actually closer to their, uh, to their suited up times than I thought they would be. Uh, which is actually a, a big positive, and uh, you know Evan was was excited because uh, he he broke Canton's pool record in the in the hundred free. So anytime you can get your name up on a board is always a always a cool experience. And so he was he was excited about that. And uh, you know Mason New, who's who's another senior who really no one's heard of. Um, and he went fifty three last week in the hundred free, and he's kind of 
you know, right on the verge of making our, our league meet roster, which would be awesome for him and a, and a great way to finish his swimming career. So uh, we had some other guys that stepped up too, um, but Evan 47 flat is, is pretty good for, uh, you know, for a Tuesday night. For sure. You had mentioned at the beginning of the show that, you know, you're looking for some backstrokers and breaststrokers going into league meet and state meet so you don't have to rely on a, or have to build a big lead. Um, talk to us about those last two individual events. Um, you, you've got the solid freestyle relays, um, but what about those last two individual events? Yeah, so we're working. Uh, we're working with a couple, a uh, couple of guys. Uh, Ison Chow, who is actually a move-in from Ohio, he's a sophomore. Uh, he's a very talented kid. Um, just trying to work on his explosiveness, work on his underwaters. Um, Austin Waller's another kid that's been with us for three years, and uh, you know, so those guys are are 54 and 55 respectively right now. And, uh, you know, they know that there's another jump that needs to be made and, uh, and hopefully we can make it at the right time and, and get those, uh, get those top 16 finishes at state meet. Cause we're really any points that we can get in those two events, uh, is going to help us a lot and moving down to the breaststroke, uh, Willie Tang, um, you know, he is our breaststroker, right? So yeah. we don't, uh, we don't necessarily have a B plan, uh, when it comes to the breaststroke, <laughs> he's our guy. Uh, Ethan George is, is another guy that usually swims the breaststroke and he's, uh, he's done pretty well for us. He's hoping to get his state cut. And Jacob Myers is another guy, um, who does a little bit of everything. Uh, but he's, uh, kind of fallen in love with the breaststroke this year, which is great because we can use all the breaststroke help we can get. And, uh, you know, looking at for those three guys to possibly get their cuts. And, you know, if you get to state meet, you know, you got a lane, you got a chance. So we're just, uh, we're hoping to get those guys there and then, uh, if they uh, if they can find it on that day, who knows? For sure, for sure. So you know, you wrap up last night with a good KLA meet. Um, what what have you got left? Obviously, league meets about two weeks out. Um, you know, where where are you guys at training wise? And yeah, was I right? Was the Miska meet this weekend? Um, was I no, wrong? Miska on that? Is I, it's I, coming up. It's coming up. Okay. Yep. So when the, uh, at, at it's the tomorrow. This, yeah. Right. That, that, oh, right. That's right. Right. <laughs> I, I should take my own advice. You're right. This airs <laughs> on Wednesday. The Miskimit, as because I just glanced at the schedule, it said it was scheduled for this past weekend, which would have been the 11th. Yep. So where are you guys at then, Rich? With with racing, you got Miska coming up here, um, and then yeah, dual so- meets and stuff before league meet. Right. So uh, with the Miska meet right now, the guys that are still going for state cuts will be going to that meet for us. Um, our guys that already have all their state cuts out of the way, and uh, they're, they're kind of focused on training only right now, and so they won't be making the trip out to Jenison. Uh, but we've got 10 guys that will be making the trip, and, and we're hoping to get some more state cuts out of those guys. Uh, then we've got our, our senior night, which is our last dual meet against Heartland. Uh, that'll be here at Northville, and we'll have a chance to honor our seniors. we got a lot of them this year. i got 11 seniors mm-hmm. this year. Um, so it'll be uh, kind of a bittersweet day, um, you know, uh, just kind of sending those guys off. But we got a lot of work to do before we uh, officially say goodbye to them. And then uh, after that Heartland meet, it's just going to be uh, the KLAA meet and uh, and then state meet. So we're just uh, our state meet guys right now are are uh, embracing. What do they say? They're embracing the suck as they uh, just go through the uh, the motions of hard work and right. and really going through some hard practices and stuff and. Uh, and they'll come out. They'll come out the other side, and then I'll start seeing some smiles, and uh, the energy level starts to go up. and And those are always fun, fun practices to coach because the guys are uh, getting excited about the big meets. Yeah, for sure. You know, we're gonna transition over to some of the you know training questions here now. But um, you know, you done with mornings? Half the team done with mornings? Where are you at with, with that? 
Yeah, so our, our league meet guys are now done with mornings. Uh, they're, they're always very happy to, to hear. I usually wait till the end of the morning practice to let them know they don't have to show up the next day. Um, <laughs> and they, uh, they're they pretty excited about that. State meet guys are still in it. Um, we'll still be going probably two more weeks with them. Uh, probably we may even go through the end of February with those guys. And then uh, and then we'll start resting them up as well. Um, so, you know, Everybody's got a little different approach on, on you know, yardage, all that kind of stuff. You know, where are you at? You know, you're going five mornings a week all season. And now, you know, because you just said you might hold on to the end of February. That would be about two weeks out of state meet for those guys. Um, are those yardage mornings? You lifting weights, those type of things. Where are you at? So we do, uh, we go three mornings a week. We run uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Monday is all swim. We do a, we do a full swim practice on Monday morning. Uh, Tuesday is all dry land. Uh, we're in the weight room. And then uh, one of the things that I stumbled onto, I have a, a fantastic assistant coach, Ashley Garinger, who's really involved in, in the weight training and, and uh, you know, all the dry land side of things. And she started my guys on yoga probably oh, wow. about three or four years ago. And they all thought it was like this big joke, all this <laughs> yoga stuff. Was gonna, and I, after, after the first three weeks when she was running that class, I had guys literally crawling back to the pool. Because uh, because she just buried them on that, and it, I'll tell you what, it has paid dividends. I can tell a big difference in the pool with flexibility, with uh, you know, with getting off the blocks quicker. Uh, the turns have improved. Uh, the underwaters have improved because of the hip extension. It, it's just been uh, it's been great. So we do that on Tuesdays, and then Thursdays uh, we lift heavy, and then uh, get in the pool and kind of swim out a little bit. So not a ton of swimming, but Mondays uh, Mondays are what I would call our big yardage day. Yeah, no, that's great, and uh, I think that's great advice too. And that's kind of what um, you know is fun about this show is we can kind of get different perspectives on different training techniques and and new things that maybe coaches can add to to a regime. I, I think yoga makes perfect sense, uh, especially at this time of year. Um, what are your thoughts on? Uh, and Dave, also weigh in. Uh, you talked a little about weight training. Seems like you're you're still doing that. Um, you know, is there a point where, when it comes specifically to weight training, uh, and I know you assist on the girl side too, um, where you know you you stop that, you know, uh, in terms of, or do you do it right up until state meet and end of the season? So as far as our program goes, we we usually stop uh, pretty much everything. Uh, I would say. 10, 10 to 14 days out of the big meet is when we when we kind of just completely get out of the weight room. We do kind of taper the weight room down, um, you know, probably the 10 days before. So we really have about a, I would say about a full three week program where we kind of bring it bring it down gradually. And, um, you know, it's a lot of it is just taking care of the mental side of things and making sure right. they're in a good frame of mind. And, uh, you know, tell them, tell them it'll work, tell them it'll work. And then uh, from a coaching side, you know, hope it works. Right. Yeah, for sure. We're, you know, we're similar, you know, with the girls. Uh, I haven't done the weight room in a few years, uh, but we're on the pool deck doing a circuit. We do med balls, stretch cords, a lot of jumps, hops, body weight type stuff, pull-ups. Um, but same thing, you know, 10 to 14 days out, we start backing it down. Um, yeah, I think sometimes you find those athletes, you know, even some of the boys that, you know, if you stop lifting, they, they start losing that muscle mass kind of quick. So you, you do have to watch a little bit, but like Rich, like you were saying, you got to—they they, got to believe in what they're doing. You got to make them feel good, like they—you know—they drank the magic potion, and uh, they, they'll be fine with with those two weeks. You know, let let those muscles grow a little bit and let the body rest. So, 
yeah, that's what we do. So, yeah, I mean, it's all about you know trying to 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 get them to be able to maximize their performance at you know the most important time of the year, which is always at the end, uh, and that's what they're going to remember. Um, you know, and, and just one last thing, just regarding, uh, and, and I don't know if you get involved with this. You know, on the nutrition side, the eating side, is that something you really stress uh, with them on on how to you know control that, or uh, is there specific uh, schedules that you try to put them on in, in terms of what they're putting in their body? Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, what, what we do, we really try to keep it simple here. Um, you know, the, these are high school boys, and, uh, you know, they're, right. you, can, you can talk uh, a lot about <laughs> right. what you're supposed to be doing. And, yeah, right. and most of the time, I have a high school boy at, at home, so okay. um, yeah. and, and they don't, you know, they do what they're going to do. But it, what I try to just stress to them, especially when the calendar turns to February, is that it's, it's really important that you hydrate yourself with, with water. You, you, you really want to lay off fast food. You want to lay off potato chips. You want to lay off pop. Uh, those are three things that can really have a, a, a negative effect on your performance. And I just think that, um, you know, you, you got to let them, you got to let the, the kids be kids. But at right. the same point in time, uh, you know, you're focused on rest, eating healthy. I'm not necessarily concerned about percentages as far as protein and carb loading and things right. like that. But right. if you're right. just eating a well-balanced diet, getting rest and drinking water, that's going to put you out of the game. Good deal. Yeah, we're we're the same. You know, I when I start to see the Starbucks or the the power drinks and stuff coming in, we we have a little conversation. But the kids just need they, they need the carbs. We try to you know fill them up. Uh, and you do the post meat meals and stuff like that. Um, you know, breakfasts. Uh, you know, a couple days a week. I know our boys team does that. There's a breakfast on Wednesday mornings to get them filled up before they go to school. But yeah, hydration's big. Um, You've seen the chocolate milk craze go around a little bit, but yeah, we, we, same thing. Keep it simple. Make sure you're eating, make sure your body's filled up and that you're staying hydrated all day. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what you got to do with the high school kids. Like you said, they're going to do what they want to do and right. I can't control them. I'm not going to stand in, at the lunch line and help them pick food. So, right. Exactly. Or pull, walk by and pull something off their plate. Yeah, exactly. They're going to yeah. find a way if they, if, if they're into it. So, uh, well coach, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for taking some time today. Uh, this has been another great show. David and I will be back next week and, uh, we'll actually be talking, uh, with a doctor next week. Uh, we'll be welcoming in, uh, D- uh the Detroit medical center, Dr. Dr. Chase Ansock. Uh, he's going to have uh, all the info you need to rehab and deal with what they call swimmer's shoulder. I'm some, sure some Something you guys are familiar with. Uh, yeah, shoulder injuries and strengthening will be the topic of next week's show. Remember, you can either watch or listen to the Poolside Podcast. The video is uploaded weekly on our website, social media, and our State Champs TV YouTube channel. Or you can just listen to the audio podcast by going uh, to any platform of your choice, whether it's Apple or SoundCloud or Spotify, any platform you prefer. The show's uploaded on Wednesdays. We just want to thank one more time our sponsors, LTU, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, DMC Sports Medicine and Physical Therapy Team, the DAC Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards, the Michigan Army National Guard, and the Goodman Acker Law Firm. We thank Northville Head Coach Rich Bennett for joining us again. And for David, I'm Lauren. We'll see you next Wednesday with another edition of State Champs Michigan's Poolside Podcast. Be well.